0: Welcome to Tales from the Tenacious Agents. Each week, we deliver the best tips and tricks to build your real estate business and today's market without breaking the bank. Now, here's your host, Andrea Curry. Well, we are uh, back with the Tales of a Tenacious Agent, back with Ashley Spencer. Uh, Hello. All right, so today we're going to cover what are you doing Um in this market to be successful, right? That that what we're talking about? Yeah. Ashley, what are you doing?
1: Well, I married a lead generator. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. My,
1: my husband's amazing. Um, he gets me lots of listings. Now, um, what am I doing to stay successful? Um my, first of all, my positive outlook and attitude is crucial. Um, I can sit around and worry myself, uh, into the ground. And I like truly firmly absolutely believe like I create my, my reality, you know, so I, I stay positive about it. Um, and I talk to friends all the time. I, one of my big, big ways of staying successful is marketing my own neighborhood. And people always say, well, you can't post, you know, you can't advertise on your HOA website and yada, yada, yada. But what I can do is answer every single question I see on there and be a resource for people and constantly be talking to people and keep an eye out. I walk my dogs, you know, every day. Um, you can, you talk to neighbors, you know, I just, you be, wow. you become that person in your neighborhood that people go to and they know they know you're a realtor. You know what I mean? Like I don't have to post about it and be that I'm going to say it, annoying agent that just like post uh realtor stuff all day but never sells anything. Um so just staying in front of people is what I do to stay successful.
2: Or you're good successful. at building relationships. Relationship building. Thank you. I could have just said that. <laughs> no, I think that was good to just talk through what you're specifically doing. I also see you do a really good job of marketing yourself on social media, but you also Mm. do a really good job of balancing that with like your own content.
1: Well, I feel personally, like, I feel like I uh, am annoying on uh, social media. Like I, I'm like, I am that annoying agent. I'm like, just listed, just sold, you know, like I feel like I don't want to be like rubbing it into people's faces, but at the same time, I want to like, stay on people's mind and like, you know, I want them to remember like, yes, I'm a realtor. This is what I do.
0: Um, but then you also, yeah. Content of like your animals, your cat that has now taken over your household and Mm -hmm. your dogs going on hikes, like doing what, yeah. 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 So I think that's where, yeah.
1: It's a, it's a, it's a healthy blend, but I really don't, um, I could be better at, at like content and, um, like how you do yours, you know, like people actually make templates and, um, I don't even know the words to use, like people are really good at it. I'm not good at that, but my, I'm not behind the screen agent. I'm out in person agent.
0: Well, here's my secret.
1: (laughs) I know. Hire someone. Courtney does my content. I know. And (laughs) I, yeah, I'm That's my problem. I probably probably need to do the same because
0: while you're talking to somebody right here that can help you with it, so you guys can yeah,
2: (laughs) we can help with that. Uh, But I do think you do a really good job. I think that where a lot of agents fail with marketing themselves is by going so heavy into the knowledge-based content that they create no authentic Mm -hmm. relationship Mm -hmm. content. And people are buying, Like, yes, they're buying your knowledge, but they're also buying the relationship with you. And mm-hmm. that's where the trust mm-hmm. factor comes in. So if you can't demonstrate that on your social media feed, social media will never be a lead generator for you because, or, or very agree. rarely it will be because you just, you're not building a really, you're, you're creating something transactional, not relationship mm-hmm. focused. Totally agree.
1: Totally agree. And uh Yeah. So you just got to keep it fun, lighthearted. You know what I mean? I mean, everything, different strokes for different folks. But a big part of mine also is, just going to say it, Andrea, Ken, Rich, like mentors, like you need a mentor, 100%. If you're going to be a new agent in this world, especially in Austin, and you're serious about it, you need somebody that um, is extremely knowledgeable, it's been in the market for a long time um somebody who holds boundaries like I call Andrea but I don't call her past 7 and I don't call her on the weekends you know <laughs> like
2: that's the value of being with a broker that has a strong support staff
1: I'm just exactly. saying Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No but truly though like there is I feel like real estate is a very intimidating business to come into. Very intimidating. Um If you go to the wrong spot, if you go to the wrong brokerage and people like you can feel less than really quick and Mm -hmm. it just takes that like one interaction with somebody who's condescending or whatever, you know, to, to like kick some people out, to make them feel like they can never go back and they're humiliated embarrassed. And a supportive environment is crucial to my success personally.
2: Did you, were you somewhere prior to being with J.B. Goodwin and you don't have to say the brokerage name? Nope. I wasn't. Okay. Mm -mm. So was that support system? I know this isn't really what we were going to talk about, but was that support system um, something that was on your mind before you became an agent or did you not really realize that you needed it until you got that from Andrea and the team?
1: It's um, well... I didn't realize I was going to get that until I started. I had no idea what I was going into, but I was like well aware of what like a healthy environment looks like and um, like a healthy workplace. And I came from a big, huge Texas like legacy of HEB, you know? So uh, HEB is huge in Texas. They, their leadership models are um, so good. And I learned a lot working at HEB. And when I came to J.B. Goodwin to this like little office in Williamson County, it was very similar. Like leadership was on point, you know, so I was able to recognize that right away. And, um, yeah,
2: the reason why I asked that is because I see, um, we work with teams and agents in different markets around the country and, I have always come back to, even before Andrea was running the Williamson County office, Mm -hmm. she always had really great things to say about the leadership. And I don't see that, you know, not to disparage any other, like there are great brokerages out there, but the level Mm -hmm. of mentorship that J.B. Goodwin provides is Mm -hmm. unlike, and specifically this office provides, is unlike anything that I've seen on like a company wide level before. Like you see teams yep. that have really good leadership models and you see um you know Without smaller multi level
1: marketing, yeah.
2: Yeah, smaller offices and things like that that have more of that boutique feel, but it's really hard to in a company this size to create a leadership model that really focuses in on building people up and giving them mentorship not so that they are just successful as, as an agent, but that they can stand alone and bring in their own business. And I, yes. it's very hard to find that. It is. Well, and if you do, it's usually in a multi-level marketing
1: type, uh, system, mm-hmm. uh, to where there's like, you know, profit involved through somebody. And it's like, here, it's just like, it's just good people, like wanting to help the next person who like really understand the model of helping people, mm-hmm. you know, and and success driven from
0: yeah I think that just comes from literally our motto is help people so like Mm -hmm. that is something that is very early on we weed out okay what's your motive if your motive isn't helping people then we may not be the best Mm -hmm. fit so we we don't just hire everybody we we literally want to hire people that want to help people. And, and that's it. Like it, you got to get down to the, that basic level of, um, what people's motives are in order to kind of build a team around that.
2: Yeah. I think that's so interesting. So what outside of like digital marketing, when you're building relationships with people, what are the key components that make an impact for you to kind of like, I don't want to make it sound like it's manipulative because I know it's not, it's just having conversations with people, but what do you think conveys the fact that people can trust you when you're building relationships with someone
0: new? I think body language is a big, 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 big thing. I mean, you know, if you, you have to be, and by body language, I mean, how you present yourself, um, you know, your dress, your attire, um, Ashley always looks so put together, um, like right now. And <laughs> even though this is her casual day, it's, uh, she still looks way put together on my like my casual day. I'm going out in a baseball hat. Good luck. Um,
1: <laughs> well, I'm wearing denim shorts to the office. So yeah,
0: still like you have, you know, you look put together. Thank
1: you. Well, I think mine is kind of out of the ordinary. Um do you know where I'm gonna go with that Andrea? <laughs> or no? No. Okay, we can cut it out if you want. But um a, a lot of my business I'd say 90% is sphere and um referrals. And so my sphere is from Alcoholics Anonymous through AA.
0: Fear not fear. I heard
1: fear. Sphere.
2: like a circle
1: like a like a like a sphere my (laughs) sphere I have a list that's a hard word for me to say (laughs) um but my sphere is built off of um foundations of trust and integrity and that is like the principles that we live by um, through that huge program that uh is the way I live my life so those, everybody I know, which sprouts out everywhere across the globe, um, also operates off trust and integrity. So that's already there. So it's like a given, like I'm trustworthy. I live in integrity. I consciously do the right thing daily, um, because it's a matter of life and death. <laughs> and, um, it's just really conveyed into real estate really, really well. It's like i I automatically became a trustworthy person for somebody to come to, um, when buying their first house, like, especially like a first time home buyer, you know, my friends that are, you know, have kind of started their life back over from the start. And like, what's your first step to get back on your feet? Like you get your job, you know, you save up money, you save up a down payment and then you buy your first home and then you start building your equity. And it's like, helping people through those steps to get through those steps to become a first time home buyer and the, the trust is already
2: there you know so you um you have i mean what you have is unique with the organization that you've built those relationships through but i don't think that's not replicatable for someone who is who has strong values and can build relationships with other people who match those values. Because when you, when you, you know, mold that together, there's certainly like other organizations that you can be active in where you can build similar relationships.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think um, for me, that's my personal experience. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like, you know, moms and schools and PTAs and, just be like a trustworthy good person, you know? And
0: Call people back tribe. when they c-
1: find your tribe, return and answer phone calls. Um, answer messages, like be just, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of people who just don't do those things. So it's pretty, it's pretty simple. <laughs>
0: yeah, you have to be intentional and you have to
1: <laughs> be intentional. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You can't just be like, oh well, I'll kind of sort of maybe do this one time and then and then be consistent because. The other thing is people will start something and then they'll be like, well, this isn't working. And then they'll switch gears. And then they'll be like, oh, well, this isn't working. Well, I'm going to do this thing. And if you keep hopping from one thing to another, you're never going to be able to build. You like building takes foundational work, which takes time. So if mm-hmm. you want to put in that time to be consistent and continue to build, you're never going to be able to be um successful because you're, you're not giving it enough time and you're not giving it enough consistency to be able to uh, have an effect. And that's where really what, you know, I I would say is another aspect of building your business and, and getting it into um, being successful because the most successful people really, they get up and they do every single day. They just continue to What was something that you sent me actually, that was like, um, every day
1: they continue to put themselves in uncomfortable situations and like, just get, just get in the door and then I'll figure it out once I get in there, you know, like move forward into this conversation. And that's what I was going to touch on with building trust and being trustworthy is, is, um, remaining teachable, even with your clients, you know, like I don't know everything in the world. I am not a know-it-all. I'm open to learning. I am open to correction. Um, I am open, you know, I'm open to receive from all
2: angles and, um, but just being open to feedback,
1: just yeah. being open to feedback and open to difficult conversations that, um, can lead around to a solution with your client. And then all of a sudden that relationship, um, they trust it a little bit more, you know what I mean? Like, it's like doing like the tango with your client and it's just, you know, so some people will just kind of like bow out and back
2: down, you know, not answer a call or, you know, some people are to the afraid notes. to have those yeah. hard conversations. Yeah. That's and that's yeah. what you're talking about earlier with just like right now with the, the markets changed, So now you have to have conversations that are maybe not like always a hundred percent happy with clients. And you just have to be okay with taking that feedback and letting them like, let them say how they feel. And if they're frustrated, that Mm -hmm. is okay because that's how they feel. But once people feel like, okay, you're going to listen and I can get that out and now we can move on, you know, then you can move on and you can move forward and you've now built a stronger relationship with them because it's not just this surface level, always happy conversation yeah.
1: Like, how can I please you? How can I please you? How can I please you? Like mm-hmm. that gets old to people. You know what I mean? Like they, some people want, and you need to be able to read every your, your clients, but some people want that. They want the, not, not pushback, but, um, the intellect between, you the know, authenticity. Agent client. yeah. Authenticity. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank uh, you. I would say that some people, the, the fear comes from making, um, these conversations that can sometimes be uh a little bit more it's not the happy cheery conversation and that that can be scary sometimes and yeah. and you know you'll build it up in your head that it's gonna be this really hard conversation and then when you have it you're like oh well that wasn't really that hard nobody's you know yelling at you or like belittling you and honestly if they're doing that then those are people
1: Yeah who- I probably shouldn't work with them.
0: Yeah. You've got to have that balance and that boundary to say, okay, I'm not willing to be yelled at. I'm not willing to, you know, and, and when you have, you know, especially if you get a client where they're just, they were unhappy with their six previous agents, it may not be the agents.
1: Well, I will open that by saying I called Andrea last, last week beginning of last week, Um, wasn't crying, but I was (laughs) very close, Um, very, (laughs) very overwhelmed, right? Very overwhelmed with, um, you know, in a good way, you know, because it meant I had a lot of work, but I had a lot of sellers who were very confused um, with what's going on in the market. And I wasn't used to home staying on the market for so long, you know, communication was done after a weekend, you know? So Andrea was like, you know, this is what you do. You, you know, you pick a day out of the week. I think she said hers is Thursday. Um, You do a CMA for your subject property every week, right? Because now it's actually changing. Um, You send them the CMA through email. You touch base with them, basically give them feedback for open houses. What are you doing? And then provide solutions for any problems that might be arising.
2: I think it's just, it's just making sure that you're receiving the feedback, applying the feedback to your client's situation and continuously updating them on what's going on. So making sure that you're like intentional, basically about every step of the process where you didn't have to be intentional six months ago, but now you do hmm Absolutely.
1: And I also have to remove myself from being so attached to the cell of a home. Like I have to understand that if it works out great, and if it doesn't work out, then that's okay too. Because if I get so fixated on pleasing one person, um, then I just burn myself down and then the rest, um, the rest comes down with me, you know, like I just have to release the attachment to the outcome That is such good what, advice and then remember what we're doing. Uh, and that's helping people. So, whether it be in my favor or not, it really, really doesn't have anything to do with it.
0: Good, advice. you know, good advice. Well, thank you so much for taking the time and chatting with us. And um, we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Tales from the Tenacious Agent. Be sure to visit and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you appreciate the show, jump over to iTunes and give us a review. It really does help us out. Join us again next time for more real estate business tips and tricks from industry pros. Thanks for listening.